Welcome to episode 242. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Welcome to episode 242, Grace to You and Peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I'm continuing to talk about how we conquer our fear. And the one thing I want to remind you is that fear, like we talked about in the first episode of this series, fear is not from God. That is found in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God does not give out fear. If the fear you are feeling constantly worried and anxious and fearful, that is from the enemy. And that is a telltale sign that you are being persuaded by the punk. And I'm saying that only as an example or only as an observation, and it is not as a condemnation because the Bible is clear. And Paul says in Romans, there is therefore no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus that walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. And that's in Romans 8, 1. And it goes on in 8, 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So we are free from the law of sin and death. And because we are now walking in the law of the spirit of life. And that law is by grace, and we are saved by grace through faith. We're not going to chase down that rabbit because I was trying to get to Psalm 23 to get a hold on this fear. And remember, we went to Psalm 91, and David is such a great example when you start reading the Psalms because he went through life just like you and I are going through life. But David wrote it down as as he was inspired by the Holy Spirit. He wrote down what he was going through. And I want to remind you on Psalm 91 that we have to voice activate our faith. Psalm 91, 1, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. And then it starts going on to the protection that He's going to give us and how we can abide safely in His presence. It says, surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noontime. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near me. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. I know I haven't read that, and I know I have superior reading skills, but if you just want to get some comfort in all of this fear, this isn't even the psalm that I want to talk about, as you hear the word of God and you start applying this to your life, 
it's going to change your life and it's going to change how you see things. And you got to remember that God's not mad at you, that God sent his son, Jesus, to die for all sin, past, present, and future sin. Sin is no longer the issue. Condemnation is no longer the issue. You know, Satan is going to try to play on you like you'll hear something and you may get wrapped around the axle by something that I say, or you may get all upset and think that I'm trying to be ornery or angry. And I don't care. I mean, I'm walking through my own life. I am not trying to judge you. It tells me not to judge you. What I'm trying to do is just get you in the word of God and allow that word of God to start changing how you see things. Because remember, we are three parts spirit, soul, and body, our flesh and blood body, our five senses is never going to be redeemed. That's why we got to get a new body. But our soul and our spirit, that's what's going to go and end up in the presence of the Father. And that's what we're going to get a new body. God's going to, I don't know how he's going to do it. I'm not God. I don't even attempt to play God or try to figure all this out. But I know we're going to get a new body. And I know we're going to have our same spirit mind, will, and emotion, our soul is going to come with us. And our spirit man is just like Jesus. When God looks at you and I, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, God sees your spirit man, which is perfect, which is just like his son. And if you've ever wondered, how can God look at me? I screw up all the time. Well, let me let you in on a little secret. I mess up a lot. I mean, I don't know that I screw up all the time, But I screw up a lot, and I try real hard to do what's right. I do not look around for things to mess up on, and I'm not trying to practice lawlessness. The one thing that I've found is we are all, you and I, are all going to make mistakes. There is now, therefore, no condemnation. I just want you to hear those words that when we're fighting against the enemy, when we're fighting against Satan, he is going to use condemnation. He is going to tell you in your mind, because that's where the battle is, he's going to start saying, Well, you know, he said this and you do this or you said that or your mother said this or your dad told you this or any of that. He is going to play back all of the negative and your negative constantly goes over in your head. If you're anything like me, you're always going to pull up. It's so much easier to pull up the negative than it is the positive. And I want to take you to the whole reason I did this episode and it's Psalm 23. I want you to see with Psalm 91 in the background and 2 Timothy 1, 7, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. I want you to listen to Psalm 23. It's only six verses, but it's so powerful. We've talked about it in previous episodes. It is a wonderful psalm to memorize because it is only six verses and it says so much. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that is Psalm 23. It is a wonderful psalm. I want to concentrate on verse 4 and 5. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. 
your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. I've got to have you picture what God is saying and what David is saying in this psalm that, yeah, we're going to go through troubles. We're going to go through the valley of the shadow of death. We all face the shadow of death. Every one of us are going to die. If Jesus tarries, none of us are getting out of this thing alive. Some of us are going to go on a lot longer than others. Right now, as I'm recording this message, I'm 58 years old. I've lived probably more than half of my life. I don't think I'm going to make it to a buck 16, so I'm pretty confident more than half of my life has already been spent. And I don't care who you are, and I don't care where you are. You are not going to get out of this life alive. And Jesus has taken death and the grave off of the table for Christians. Jesus defeated death and the grave. Jesus took the keys from Satan on Hades. Death no longer has a grip. Everyone fears death. Everybody fears death unless you no longer have anything to fear. And I've said multiple times, you can't threaten me with heaven because I am a child of the king and this is not my home. The Bible is clear. We are just passing through this earth. Now, if this earth was going to remain forever and always, there may be a different angle to it, but God has a different plan. God's got a new heaven and a new earth, and we're going to get a brand new body. We will live forever with Jesus in our immortal bodies. We will never die. We will never be sick. We will never have any more tears. It is going to be wonderful. And I just want you to see that God is walking with you in the battle. He is always, God said he'd never leave you nor forsake you. And during all this COVID garbage and all this world hysteria over this disease, I think it's 90% of this stuff is all ginned up fear. Now, I'm not saying that COVID is not a legitimate concern because it took my dad out. I think there was some different side effects and stuff. He died of a heart attack, but he was in the hospital for COVID. And I think that that was a contributing, probably the major contributing factor. But they also had a bunch of garbage rules up there at the hospital where no one can go and visit him. And so for 15 or 16 days, he's up there by himself with nothing but these machines and this illness. And they're giving him all of this medicine. And a lot of it is experimental. I've been told that if you're going to punish a prisoner, you put them in solitary confinement. And I don't know what idiot come up with the idea that we just put these COVID patients into isolation and solitary confinement and you don't allow anybody to come visit them. But we need to revisit that particular protocol in some of these hospitals where you can't go in to see these patients. I would have signed a waiver and said, look, I don't care. COVID is not a problem with me. I've had it two times. Now I've had it three times. I've kicked COVID's butt three times. I'm 3-0 and against COVID. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you that's the facts. And I believe it's because of nothing that I've done, but everything that Christ has done for me. He took those stripes. By his stripes, I'm healed. He says that he will be with me through the valley of the shadow of death, and I will fear no evil. I see COVID as evil. 
I see it as something that is man-generated. I don't care what you say. I think this was birthed in a laboratory, and it got out, and it doesn't matter. Conspiracy, it doesn't matter where it comes from. It's evil. If it kills people, that goes back to Satan. Steal, kill, and destroy. That is John 10.10. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. That's Jesus, abundant life. Satan, steal, kill, and destroy. COVID is a satanic disease. And Jesus took, before he went on the cross, he took those stripes. By his stripes, we were healed. So all of that combined with the fact that I'm not scared to die, with the fact that I've got faith in what Jesus did by his stripes, all of that stuff, I think we as Christians need to walk by faith and not by fear. The just shall live by faith. And that's what I'm saying. When you start reading this psalm and you see that God prepares a banquet in the battlefield, in the presence of his enemies, he sits you at a table, a banquet table, and anoints your head with oil and fills your cup to overflowing. And I don't know about you, but that sounds like a pretty good deal in the middle of anything Satan wants to throw at you. Well, I just looked up at the clock, and it's going a little bit longer than I like to go. Let's pray real quick. God, I thank you so much for this listener. I pray in Jesus' name that they would just get a hold of your word, that they would get a hold of Psalm 23, and they would read Psalm 91, and they would impart what you are saying in your word to them. Holy Spirit, help them to just appropriate your word to their life. Lord, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this, and I look forward to visiting with you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.